2: Good afternoon everybody and welcome into the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you and on the line for an interview today is Kansas offensive guard Dwayne Wallace. Wallace started 10 games at right guard for the Jayhawks as a grad transfer from Cal Berkeley. He is now pursuing an NFL career. So, Dwayne, thank you for joining me today, and how are you doing?
0: Oh, man, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Appreciate it.
2: Not a problem. It's good to get another draft prospect on, so excited for that. So, you started your college career at Riverside City College, Dwayne. Can you talk about
0: what factors went into your decision to go the JUCO route? Oh, man, yeah, man, uh... First of all, I just want to start off by saying I respect all juco players, man. It's a struggle out there. And if you make it out of juco, that means you you, you was determined and you did what you were supposed to do because it's hard. So with that being said, out of high school, I didn't have any grades. I didn't take school serious. And uh, I had I had looks. I, I had colleges. I was meant. I was supposed to go through a lot of colleges, but, you know, I didn't have the grades to match with it. So, um, you know, I just had to go the junior college route and uh, – I did, I dedicated my time to school because I knew that I was a good athlete. I knew that I was. I was gonna get picked up by somebody. I just had to have the grades, and you know, um, everything just went smooth, hand in hand. My first year, I was an All-American, freshman All-American, and you know, um, had a lot of had a lot of scholarships, a lot of offers, and um, I was like fourth guard in, in the country coming out of JUCO and all that good accolades and. Riverside was a good place, man. It's a running it's a winning JUCO, running winning program. So to even go to Riverside City College and start, that was just like that was like a big step in my game, like, you know, going and competing against bounce backs, you know, people that coming back from other universities with more experience, more knowledge, like as first from coming out of high school to, you know what I'm saying, to just get the start and be an all-American. It's just a big step in my career and in my confidence.
2: Now, Dwayne, I'm sure it was tough, you know, when you had big offers on the table coming out of high school, and then having to settle for the junior college route, I'm sure it was a tough pill to swallow for you, and I've talked to other draft prospects, and they've mentioned the same thing, that the JUCO route, you know, it's hard, because more times than not, JUCOs, you're out in the middle of nowhere, you don't have the same type of buzz as big D1 schools have. So. How did you manage to stay locked in and focused at the JUCO level? And how did it help your development as a
0: player? Oh man, man, it helped my development tremendously, man. You first you have to be focused, you gotta have a plan. You know, you're nothing without a plan. And I, I had a plan. My plan was to get good grades at school. And football was gonna take care of it. So obviously I had to grind. I was very hard off off and on the field, late night tutoring and make sure, you know, make sure I got, I, I had my grades and everything attacking. You know, it just paid off. Everything started to come together. College it, it feels so good to know that you have your grades when a, when a college scout come in and say, let me see your report card. And you hand it to him. You know, that's a big plus. Like, wow, this guy's working. It shows work. You, 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 how could you not work and get good grades? It just doesn't correlate. It doesn't add up. So you're already showing coaches that, you know, you're different. So, you know, and, and, and when they come and ask you for stuff like this, you got to be prepared like, because they'll just leave and go to another junior college down the street. And then by the time you look around, it's on Twitter, oh, such and such got offered. And you being yourself up because you let the opportunity get away. And it's all about capitalizing your opportunities. So when coaches would come to recruit me, you know, I had my grades intact. So everything else was just football. Well, how are you on the field? We know you got good grades now. You know, how was you on the field? And you know, that took care of itself because I worked, I worked hard off the field to make sure that you know I was, in, I was just you know in best in my best shape ever. You know, producing and all that good
1: stuff.
2: Now, you transferred to California ahead of the 2016 season and played in all 12 games with nine starts at right guard, including each of the last seven for the Golden Bears. So what did you learn from that season, and how were you able to initially translate your success from a Juco to the Pac-12? Oh,
0: man. Uh, you know, like, when I when I first – when I first uh, – Got to Cal, man. It was it was a tough road. I got there early. Just had to um, had to do spring ball. We had a lot of transfers. We had Davis Webb. Davis Webb, he plays an NFL quarterback, and we had another dude um, from Texas A and M, offensive lineman Stukey. And uh, it was it was a battle. Like I, here, I had I had I had a a, a three year starter from A and M. I'm a Juco guy coming in, and we competing for a spot. But you know that never discouraged me. You know, I know what I had to bring to the table, and I kept on competing every day when I went out there. It's just, it's, it's just the JUCO mindset. Like you just, you can't be beat. Like you know, what I'm saying, like you already didn't been through stuff that people wouldn't even think of being through. You know, you, you you come you come right out of high school, you you haven't faced no challenges. You go right into a D1. You get the room, board, money. That was my mentality going there. to a I end up I end up getting a start. You know, I, I, I rotated in a lot of games. Yeah, it was good, man.
2: Now, you ended up playing only one season there at Cal, but you did earn your degree there at Cal Berkeley, so that was a big-time honor for you, I'm sure. So you eventually went on to transfer to Kansas to play out your final year of eligibility. What went into your decision to play for the Jayhawks over other potential options?
0: At first, at first, you know, I was uh, committed to Ole Miss because my old wide receiver coach, who also had recruited me, had went to Ole Miss, and um, um, I fell in love with Ole Miss. That, that, was, that was the school I thought I wanted to go to, and um, you know, I had to hear uh, a I had I had to. I had to uh, a little bit more a little bit more to get into a major so it was kinda like it was gonna be a little delayed. So that kinda I was kinda bummed out about that. But you know, um Kansas came along and man uh, my, I had an ex teammate from Riverside who also who I, who I played with, played D line this and he was telling me about how great Kansas was and, you know they 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 uh they was like man we deserve a visit, and my ex him Y and they was like man, we, we wanna show you what we got off so I was like, man, you know what, I can go to this school immediately, so why not give it a try? And uh, I went there, man, and it was, it was good people, man, good, good coaching staff. I respect my O-line coach to this day. I still have, I have a great relationship with him, and uh, I had a great relationship with him on campus, administration. It was just all love, you know. And, and, and me being the D-one program, I know how important that is. I know how important having a relationship with, you know, faculties and um, counselors and, you know, your coaches especially. And, like, I choose that over everybody because that's that's important and it end up working out for me.
2: Who would you say was the most difficult defensive player you faced this past season and why?
0: Um, I would say I would say number ninety one for TCU. He had great hands. Um, great get off. And also another guy was from Kansas State ninety nine. I don't know the I don't know the guy's name. But um I feel like he's an underrated guy and he's just he surprised. He got he got really good hands and uh he's gonna be a good player in the Big Club, especially this year. Um them the only two guys really in the Big Club that really like, you know, gave me like I was like, okay, I respect them. The Big Twelve
2: is known to pump out elite pass rushers every year in the NFL. So how did playing in such a pass heavy conference help sharpen your skills as a pass protector? Oh man, technique. This is
0: all it comes down to technique. Technique. Technique is all have you technique. you know, I, I trust to believe in my technique and you know, like when, when I went down when I went out there I was confident. Like I had confidence in myself. I've, I've been against top pass rushers. You know, I went against Tack McKinley when I was at Cal. I went against Fader. You know, I, the list goes on of, of first round picks who I went against in the Pac-12. So, you know, it's like my mentality was: there's nobody that, that you could put in front of me that I can't block, no matter what round you going to. And I'm gonna just and I'm gonna just use my technique, and, and I'm gonna just win. And that's the that's the approach I take every game. And well, it, at practice, I, I feel like we had one of the best D-liners in the Big Twelve, Daniel Wise. He went to the combine, he's gonna get drafted. His brother played for the Patriots. And I, man, that guy I don't get enough credit just because we won three games. And Kansas has a lot of talent besides of the three games that we won. But I respect I I I if if Daniel was on a different team, I say Daniel Wise was the best. Defensive lineman, I've won against.
2: That's some good insight. Yeah, man. I know Wise, he's been mentioned as one of the under the radar type of defensive lineman prospects in this year's class. But turning the page, man, you played in two All Star games this offseason, with the first one being the Spiral Tropical Bowl on January 13th in Daytona Beach, Florida. Talk me through how that went for you and what you gained from that opportunity.
0: Oh man, you know uh, when I when I when I got done with my college career, uh, I didn't have any. I didn't have a big all star. I didn't have any big offers to play all star games. So when the tropical bowl came around, I saw an opportunity to take it and do my best and try to see if I could move up to a bigger all star game. So when I went down to Florida, I knew that I had to. I knew that I had to perform. And man, like I just went out there and I I didn't lose a rep in three days. I hadn't lost a rep in one on ones or in practice in three days. And I ended up getting MVP, and you know it was good. It was a great experience, and, and the lesson I learned from that is no matter what, no matter what opportunity is given to you, an opportunity is an opportunity. I didn't get I didn't get invited to a big All Star game or a big bowl game, senior bowl game off the off the bat, but I got a small invited to a small one with, with NFL teams, and I was gonna make I made the most out of it which gave me other opportunities. So, yeah, man, it went good. I'm thankful for that. I got MVP of that game, and it was all good.
2: Yeah, and then the second All-Star game was the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl in Pasadena, California. You were a member of the American team and we were coached by Chuck Pagano along with other NFL legends. So I have to ask you, Dwayne, what was that experience like playing under Hall of Famer Jackie Slater, who coached the offensive <laughs>
0: line that week. Oh, man, I love that guy, man. It's, it's crazy because we became so, such good friends and so close in the week. And, you know, uh, he sent me a t- he, he told me, he's like, man, I knew day one you was going to be a star if something's different about you. And I'm like, thank you, coach. And my first play or the first game in that All-Star game, my first practice, my first play was a power play and I got a pancake and the running back went for a touchdown. Chuck Buchano said, where they find you at, son? I said, don't worry about it, coach. I'm here. And like, you know, like it, it was just, it was just, it was fun. Um, everybody was having fun and you know, they haven't, the American team hasn't won a game in eight years and we finally did that. And you know, it, it was just fun. Like, you know, ev- everybody came together close in such a short period of time and, you know, they had a lot of former NFL stars coming back and it just felt good. It felt good to have the opportunity to be coached by hall of famers and people that you grew up watching and people that's currently in the NFL and them coming back, giving you insights of what to do, what not to do, how stuff going to be. And it's just, it's it's, it's great because everybody don't get that opportunity. So I was thankful for that.
2: Now, your pro day was on March 27th there in Lawrence, Kansas. How do you feel about your test results, and what was your main message to all the scouts that were in attendance? My main message was that I'm big and
0: I'm fast and I'm strong and I'm athletic. And, and that's what my pro day results said. I did 28 on the bench press. I should have gotten more, but oh, well. I, my, my 40... I ran a five. I ran. I ran a five-two flat at 330 pounds. That's moving. My 10-yard split was a one-seven. So I, I already did it better than most. Most of the guys in the combine. So you know, and I didn't get a combine invite. I didn't get an NFL PA bowl invite. So my message to everybody was that I'm a sleeper, and every opportunity that put forward in front of me, I, I, you know. I did good, I did great, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I need, I need some attention, I need some respect. So, and that's what I did. And it, and it, it shows in my All-Star games, it shows in my pro Day, It shows in my weight, it shows in my body. So, that was just my message to everybody.
2: Dwayne, what traits and intangibles sets you apart from other known offensive
0: guards in this year's draft class? I'm physical. You know, I'm physical. Um, I finish. I finish, and I'm always running to the ball. You know, and it, and it shows on film that I'm always finishing blocks. I'm always running to the ball. I'm always looking for work when I'm on the field. And a lot of people don't have that. You know? And, and, and I feel like for my weight, I'm I I I'm pretty fast in my weight and I move pretty good for my weight and a lot of people don't have that either. So that makes me different and there's not a lot of linemen like me no more. Not a lot of linemen like me that's willing to go out there, you know what I'm saying, have that aggressive mean streak and uh, play after play after play. And I'm just cut different, I'm built different. And that's what make me different. As you know, NFL
2: teams they value versatile athletic offensive linemen. With that said, how much position flex do you carry when it comes to playing
0: both guard spots? Oh, man, I can play guard and tackle. At my NFL PA game, I played strictly tackle, and I was pretty successful at that. And so, so that gets to show you right there my athleticism to start at tackle against some of the top players that are going in the draft. Says enough. And I play guard. And I can play left guard. And if, if they really want me to, I can play center. So I just feel like I really can play all positions. Now, am I better than some positions on the line than others? Yes. I feel like I'm a. I feel like I'm a better tackle than a guard. Some people feel like I'm a better guard than tackle, but that's just what people think. But what I do know is I have I have film at tackle. And I have film at guard and I can play both guards. Dwayne, should you
2: hear your name called this weekend? What type of teammate will that team be
0: getting? Oh man, you're gonna get it, you gonna get a teammate that's motivated. You can get a motivational teammate, man. You're gonna get a teammate that really loves the game, really wants to win, but really just wants to learn. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 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 a great great guy to have around on the team, man. I have fun, win game, you know, and and that's pretty much it.
2: Well, Dwayne, I want to let you know, man, that as you continue your prep and the draft is coming up this weekend, I hope that you land in the right opportunity and know that I'm in your corner, bro. Keep up the great work moving forward, and God bless, man.
0: Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to have this interview with me, man. And, um, yeah, man, like God first and always safety second. So appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, I'm always
1: going to come
2: through. All right, bro. Well, take care and, and enjoy the rest of the week.
0: Yes, sir. You too. Thank you.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels.